You are listening to Creating Phenomenal for Your Life, episode number 49, Worthiness. This is Creating Phenomenal for Your Life. I'm your host, Dina George, MD, a lover of learning, a life and weight loss coach, and a family medicine doctor. This podcast is about mindset. What contributes to a life that thrives versus one that is stuck? We'll talk about many things, some related to coaching, some related to health, and some related to your questions, thoughts, and prompts. The ultimate goal of this podcast is to celebrate where we're at and give form to where we're going in our perfectly imperfect journey to a phenomenal life. And give high fives along the way. Thanks for being here. Hello and welcome back. I'm recording this two days before we leave for Portugal, so when it airs, hello from Portugal. (laughs) I'll be posting pictures on the Facebook site, Dina George MD Coaching, so join the adventure. And these are non-photoshopped pictures, like real life. It's funny, around the time that I wanted to record this, first I had the hiccups, and then my computer wouldn't turn on. Like really nothing. No light. No white screen of death, nothing. And everything I could think about, I just needed my computer to be working. So none of it was possible. Did all the Google suggestions, nothing changed. I looked up when our local computer store opened. I thought about, okay, from the stuff that we have backed up, how do we get that onto a new computer? Thinking that was our only option. Like this six-year-old computer is probably done. I even said to my husband, oh, that's why you encourage us to upgrade stuff before it breaks down. Hmm, I get it. (laughs) And then an hour later, I lifted up my computer thinking maybe some water or something spilled on it. And what do you know? On the bottom of it was this tiny bobby pin, like magnetically attached, a hair clip. A hair clip that costs less than one cent to produce effectively shut down modern day technology. I'm sure there's a lesson in that. And we are officially on summer break, all three of us. Someone said recently, oh, it must be nice. Do you have people in your life too that say things like this? I don't know what the best term is for these comments. It's a combination of noticing and comparing. And that combination means that everyone loses. So if you have a term that combines those two words and sounds pretty negative, then message me because I'm really interested. And that's what happens. There's comparison and losing. And in fact, both people lose. Whoever said it, they lose because they're comparing. And then the way that it's said, the comment just means that the other person loses too. You know that someone who's genuinely winning in life, they either don't notice what others are doing or they're cheering for them. And here's my experience. When I'm winning, I want the same thing for others. Because there's really no set limit on how many people can win at the same time. Like there's plenty of opportunity. The noticer and the comparer, do you see where their energy's at? Like where their mind is taking them and how they're not going to win with that mindset? How the energy is all outside of themselves and the feelings that are generated from comparison? You've heard the term, compare and despair or jealousy or frustration So I want to create a million dollar business. And it seriously, it feels amazing to say that. My focus is not on comparing myself to somebody who's already done it because they're not me and I'm not them. 
and they aren't holding me back. It's only me holding me back, right? It's based on where I dedicate my mental energy, my time, and any other resources. And truly what I want is to give so much value to help so many people change their life in a profound way that it generates that level of income. Here are the questions to a better life or time off during the summer or building a million dollar business or whatever it is that you're striving for. You can ask yourself, what's holding me back? And then you can start to think about having it like right now, if you had that, where do your thoughts go? And what are you feeling? And notice just thinking about it can bring out some deep seated beliefs and those can be incredibly uncomfortable. Two years ago, I set a goal of buying a sports car. It was a new goal. It was the first time I really said it out loud, like really purposefully said it and meant it because it was so impractical. I'd never dared to say it before. And I would spend time thinking about it, writing about it, <laughs> experiencing the discomfort and what came up in my mind, which is what are other people going to say? And at that time, I was surrounded by very practical people that make very practical decisions. So what are they going to say? How are they going to treat me? Will they say it's ridiculous? What are they going to say to my husband? Here's a side note. If you know my husband, you know that he is kind and calm and doesn't care what other people say. <laughs> all right, back to the story. So you know all of those thoughts, all that thinking that's coming up, it's just the beliefs at the time. Those beliefs were showing up. I believe that I was ridiculous on one hand, and on the other hand, I wanted it. What a contradiction. Or a challenge to feel good and bad at the same time. The belief of, and the practice of wanting other people to approve and wanting to please other people like by making practical decisions. And I don't know if this part comes through in the story or not, but I really had a fear of standing out, like stepping away from the crowd and a sports car. Well, they're usually intended or draw a lot of attention, both visibly and audibly. So that belief, that belief that I shouldn't stand out was coming up too. And all of this, all of this was coming out in just wanting a sports car. Like we hadn't actually created a plan or saved other money for it. This was just in the wanting phase. And it seems so funny now. We're two years later, but at the time it was such a big deal. Thankfully, it's what started my journey to wanting more. What I was really seeking back in January of 2017, and I can say it with clarity now, I was seeking freedom. And the answer I thought at the time was a sports car. And sure, it would have been fun totally fun to own one, to drive up in one, to shock people, especially people that say things like, oh, it must be nice, or she used to be so practical. <laughs> and it would have been fun to set a goal and accomplish it. But ultimately, it would not have served or solved the bigger problem of being stuck, horribly and uncomfortably stuck with all the rules in my brain. And those rules guaranteed that I would lose those rules were based on other people's opinions. So all the beliefs I had about myself, all the self-imposed limiting expectations, all of the beliefs that I wanted other people to have about me, 
And I could go on and on. You can see where the joy is just stolen. So what happened instead? I became a life coach. It was a great trade because here's what I learned, how to create my own freedom and start dreaming again and build confidence, like true confidence that I can get back up when I hit the ground hard. And I learned how to become more mentally agile and resilient and learned a lot about value and worth. So getting back to the original story about building a million dollar business, I don't want someone to give it to me. I want to become the woman who builds it, the woman that did build it. I want to evolve into her because she's solid and she's more wise and she's more giving and she has more to give. And she's learned how to serve powerfully. And she does this by providing incredible value. It requires mastery of my gifts and trial and error and lots of trial and error. And I imagine that at times it looks ugly and it feels tenuous and it seems impossible. And that's the trial and error and getting yourself back up. I want to be her with grit and courage and an abundance of love and compassion and humor. And I want to do it without overworking or mind drama. That part, uh, we'll see. Here are my questions for someone with a million dollar business. What are you proud of yourself for? What are you doing today to pave the way for what's next? What system was in place to help you keep going during those times when it seemed like nothing was ever going to happen? Who did you become through creating your business? And what's the best piece of advice you received on your journey? Note there's no comparison, there's no despair, there's no failing in advance, there's no mind drama, and there's also not asking for specific advice for me because they have their journey and I have mine. What do you want in your life? Say it out loud, see what comes up in your mind. And note, that's your work to do. That's what's standing in between you and today and your dream, goal, desire, calling, anything you can imagine or want. Okay, that was a long way to get to our topic today. <laughs> Let's go there now. We're talking about worthiness. And here are the definitions looking at some online dictionaries. The quality of being good enough. The quality of deserving attention or respect. And we can just stop this episode of the podcast right now because here's your answer. You're worthy. Period. Done. Boom. You breathe. You're human. You're worthy. And listening to this podcast makes you exceptionally worthy. That's really not a thing because you are worthy. Period. Because you're someone who is striving for so much more in your life. All right. Now we're done. I really believe it. Truly, no question or doubt about it. You are worthy. I was walking in the hospital yesterday behind a toddler and her mom, and I slowed down and just enjoyed watching that toddler take each step, look around, no consideration of anything, like there's no time, there's no rush, there's no adulting. And mom asked if they were in the way. Nope. I'm just taking in the joy, watching the adventure of just walking. And mom said, oh, really? Thank you for sharing that. Do you know what her name is? Joy. <laughs> And joy is worthy, even as a toddler. And mom is worthy. I'm worthy. You are too. 
Even if Joy laid down on the ground, threw a tantrum, and cried some big tears, she would still be worthy. Because she's human, alive, she's worthy. So what's your brain coming up with? What are the rules on what determines worthiness? Or the criteria to rate somebody as worthy or not? And what do you have to do to prove your worthiness or somebody else? What do they have to prove to you? Maybe you've spent your life trying to prove it. I know I've spent quite a bit of mine doing that. But it really is that simple. You're alive, you're worthy, and you're enough. Like really, there doesn't have to be anything extra. When we complicate it, when we make it something outside of us, when we make it hard to reach, then we don't allow ourselves or others to be worthy. And it has to start within. We have to recognize our own worthiness and only then can we start to see it in others. I have a colleague that's taken on a new professional role and it's a big transition and a big learning curve. And she's doubting. She doesn't feel worthy. She's beating herself up badly in the process. Here's the criteria for worthiness. You're breathing. You're worthy. You can suck at something and still be worthy. Your life can be a mess and you're still worthy. You can be in the midst of an investigation or a malpractice issue or a legal process and you're still worthy. And in fact, those are the times to believe the hardest that you are. Worthiness all starts within and it starts with losing the old beliefs around it. The belief of what someone has to look like or wear. Belief that they have to be in a certain profession or have a certain amount of money or wear makeup. But none of that creates worthiness. This last week I was talking with a hairdresser who so kindly was doing my hair for a photo shoot. And she's a well-educated hairdresser who went from a very traditional business environment to become a hairstylist. And she talked about the transition. For her, it was very natural. For her family and friends, it was quite mixed. And dissecting through it, there was a perception that she was more worthy as a friend when she worked in a business environment in a business suit than when she's doing hair. Even though the feeling that she is doing exactly what she's called to do is only now as a hairdresser. And we were both just marveling at how fascinating that is. But getting back to making this personal, for you to feel worthy, that means letting go of the old system, the old beliefs that block it. Whatever those beliefs are, that your mind is going to want to go back to them because they've been programmed for years and probably culturally reinforced. Remember, worthy is yes or no. It's not kind of, or maybe, or considering it, it's yes or no. And the answer is yes. Worthiness is all about self-acceptance. It's all the amazing of who you are and all the shame of who you are. It's all of it and accepting it. Because when you accept yourself, that's when you can be present. No hiding, no covering up, just you, all of you, the real you. It's a little too good to be true, right? You get to just be you. My colleague that's having a hard time, I asked her if we could just have the kind of relationship, the friendship, where we can just show up as we are, without apology, just be us and let that be enough. She said yes. <laughs> so self-acceptance means that you can accept others too and trust yourself because 
again, you're worthy to be seen, respected, heard, and you're good enough. Can you still want more in your life? Absolutely. But it's not going to make you more worthy. Remember, that's yes or no. And you're already a yes. Worthiness, it wears many different costumes and it comes up daily and sometimes more than once a day. So when you see it coming up, you can always answer the question, yes. Yes, you are worthy. Yes, you are good enough. You can answer that even when you're uncomfortable or the situation is uncomfortable. Because remember, the time that you most need to believe or believe harder or work on your belief, it's the times when you are uncomfortable. So here's to you and to Joy and to my colleague and to everybody else who's listening to this podcast. You're good enough and you're worthy. And allow that to take the place of any old belief that is not serving you well. All right, my friends, all my best. High five from Portugal, and I will see you next time. Are you ready for coaching? Ready for more in your life? Want to see what's possible? Then message me at Facebook, Dina George MD Coaching. I look forward to hearing from you.